Dr. Robin Axelrod. On my drive to work one morning, I thought, how could I promote unity between OT and OTA students? How could I foster communication and leadership skills and promote our amazing profession? Welcome to my OT Journey podcast. Welcome to my OT Journey podcast. Today, we have a special episode of our podcast. We are joined by the True Learn team. And you'll hear all about the TrueLearn platform today, which is a platform that supports students in their studying for the board's exam. We're joined today by two members of that team, Dr. Sherry Smith, who is the Director of Academic Success at TrueLearn, and also Dr. Stu Eilis, who is an Assistant Professor and Capstone Coordinator at Belmont University. Welcome. Thanks so much. Additionally, we're joined with a student, a um, graduate level student from the Occupational Therapy Program at LIU Brooklyn, who's Miriam Van Bellen. She's here today to ask all questions related to this platform because it's so important and so helpful for students to know about it. Um, welcome, Miriam. Thank you. So just to give you some brief um, information about our two TrueLearn um, team members, Dr. Sherry Smith, serves as a Director of Academic Success at TrueLearn, as I had said. She's also responsible for ensuring that institutions and students are able to fully benefit from TrueLearn ComBank's data analysis to help meet performance goals. She also joins us from Texas A&M University College of Medicine, where she served as an Assistant Director of Medical Education. She received her PhD in clinical psychology from Palo Alto University, has extensive experience working with medical students, faculty, both inside and outside of the classroom, and she's well-versed in applied statistics, assessment, program evaluation, curriculum mapping and alignment, and curriculum development. Dr. Sue Eilis is an assistant professor and capstone coordinator at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee, and has over 10 years of experience in occupational therapy education. Her scholarly interests include higher education, pediatrics, partnering with community agencies to conduct clinical quality improvement research, and she's practiced OT for 20 years. Her clinical work has focused on pediatric, school-based, early intervention, and outpatient settings. So to start, I just want to find out from you just about um, your own background as educators and, um, you know, Dr. Smith, if you could just start and let us know about how you came to work in this area and, you know, what spiked your interest and how you ended up joining the TrueLearn team. Yeah, of course, Robin. Thank you. Um, as Robin mentioned, um, I'm Sherry Smith. Um, my background is actually in clinical psychology, um, so it's not specific to OT, um, but um, just backing up, um, I, I uh, have my PhD in clinical psychology with a focus of family and child assessment uh, and evaluation. Um, and I started the clinical um, work there and transitioned uh, in 2012, started teaching research methodology at Campbell University um, and really kind of truly fell into the world of academia and um, all things about learning. Um, and so um, shortly after that, I was hired uh, uh, at Texas A&M College of Medicine as the director of assessment um, and then ultimately uh, directing the department uh, prior to me joining TrueLearn uh, in 2017. Um, at Texas A&M, um, I was directing the um, medical education department 
um, and um, also a, um, a faculty member teaching research and evaluation to fourth-year medical students. Um, so very familiar with working uh, within kind of uh, the medical education realm, uh, curriculum, curriculum reform, curriculum alignment, program evaluation, and then um, also uh, working with students in driving success in um, exams and to coursework. Uh, in 2017, I started working um, at TrueLearn, and it's a, a very um, interesting story. Um, Dr. Courtney, who's the founder and CEO of TrueLearn, uh, likes to say that he poached me from academia uh, into TrueLearn, and um, he found me on a research article. And uh, you know, um, once I heard his his passion and his drive and the mission and values of TrueLearn. Um, I immediately decided to, to uh, jump on board and uh, love working. I continue to work with multiple um, specialties um, across the healthcare field with both faculty and students. Um, again, just just advocating for the learner and uh, driving you know towards uh, performance goals and success in exams across the board, not just um, licensure exams, uh, but just being a great uh, student overall. Interesting. Sounds like it was really meant to be. How you, you know, a and um, how you're now working at True Learn, um, Dr. Ilyas, Can you just tell us a little bit about your own journey? You are an OT and you have experience in the field of OT. How did you come to um, work in this area of practice? Yes. Um, so, Robin, I I really feel like it all started when I was living overseas as a teenager in high school. I attended a college night on an army base and I had a conversation with an occupational therapist who worked in the army. And I sat there and talked to him for over an hour and I was just mesmerized with what the field of occupational therapy was all about. And from that day on, I researched more about the field and pursued it throughout college and became an occupational therapist. Oh gosh, this is going to age me, but in 1998. And so um, that's when it all began. And I started in the schools um, and I worked there for about nine years. And during that time, um, I was also adjunct faculty at the University of New Mexico uh, based on a grant that they had with the public school system there in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And so I assisted the pediatric professor with her labs. And that was the beginning of my academia journey. And I loved it so much that I continued doing that and I pursued my master's degree at Texas Women's University. And all the while, I also started a side OT business where I was tutoring children in handwriting and serving families who homeschooled children. And those things started to become my, my research interests, which led to my master's thesis and me getting that. And then I moved into more of a full-time position um, at the University of New Mexico as their academic fieldwork coordinator. And during that time, finding out more and more about the academic process, took on a little bit more teaching, and then started pursuing my PhD, also at Texas Women's University. All the while working full time, 
having my side business. And at that point in time, I had lived in Albuquerque about 20 years and was at the point where I knew I wanted, after I graduated with my PhD, to pursue more of a tenure-track position. And so I looked for different positions that were available in our field, and that's when I found Belmont. And I have family that lives here in Nashville and the Atlanta area, and so I just wanted to be a little bit closer. And it all seemed to work out. I applied to Belmont and, and got that position, and so I've been here ever since, oh, about 2017, going on my third year now. And um, when I moved here uh, to Nashville, my PhD advisor introduced me to True Learn, and I started writing questions for them. And that was a, a really excellent challenge. Um, and then I used what I learned in making those questions and started embedding them in my courses. And so from being embedded in TrueLearn and being part of the team, I've taken on some other responsibilities since then. And it's led me right here today at this podcast um, talking, talking with you all. So it's been an exciting journey. Um, yeah, that's, never that's a day regret. Yeah. I never regret being an OT. Not yeah. one. OT, our profession is truly amazing. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, um, yeah. sure, sure. Um, Sue, can you also tell us about any type of success or failures or lessons that you've learned from different experiences in your OT journey and maybe some tips for students entering the OT field? Sure. Um, I think one of my biggest successes, just from a, a personal goal of mine, was always to earn my PhD um, so that I could pursue a tenure-track position in academia. So that, that was definitely my greatest success. I also think of it as a success for the field because more and more of our faculty are retiring. And so it's leaving this big gap in, in our field for qualified faculty to raise up and teach the next generation of occupational therapists. So, so I um, truly am honored and privileged to uh, teach and be, um, be that light for, for students. Um, I guess one of my biggest failures was um, when I was an occupational therapist, I started doing trade shows for a company called Handwriting Without Tears. And I went up uh, and trained to be a trainer um, where you went around the country and trained other occupational therapists and teachers on the program. Well, it was a, a pretty grueling training process and you had to try out and you had to um, go through all these, these different levels. And um, and I didn't, I didn't make it, you know. I wasn't chosen, if you will. And that was a real blow to my soul for for a while. But I, but I figured at that point in time, my big takeaway from from that heartache was was that I, even though I wasn't chosen, and and 
failed in a way in my mind. I wasn't a failure overall, like as as a person. And I think that was a big life lesson uh, that I learned um, in my early years as a professional. Yeah, I mean, thank you for sharing that. I think it's so important that students need to understand that it's not always exactly the way we think it's going to be and that their career journey or their career path can take so many different um, turns. And it may, you know, they may not, we hope that they succeed all the time, but there may be, you know, points where they fail. And it's important to learn from those points for, you know, for the future, take them as, you know, learning um, experiences and, you know, not as failures and really, you know, step up for the future the next time that they, um, you know, apply their skills. So thank you so much for Absolutely. sharing that with us. You're welcome. Okay. And um, Dr. Smith, do you have any um, stories of success or failures that you'd like to share with our students? Yeah, it, it actually um, goes in line with uh, Dr. Iliff's uh, message and exactly what you had just said, Robin. Um, it, it's not, when I look back at it, it's not a failure, but it fe felt like a failure. And it was um, really just me training in another field than I am currently in. Um, being a, you know, going into grad school, I thought, I'm surely I'm going to be a psychologist. I'm going to follow my path. This is exactly what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And life just throws curveballs and opens doors that you just don't know um, what will happen. And um, I think, you know, just the lesson that I've learned um, from since then is um, not every career path is set in stone. You kind of make it your own. And there's going to be really unique opportunities that don't fall into a, a specific bucket. Um, you know, for example, if it, me thinking that I was going to be a psychologist, it could have went a thousand different ways. And you really need to carve it out for yourself. Um, and don't uh, don't be surprised if you know you start a second or a third career or modify it and it something different because um, you'll, you'll find it um, and it'll work just for you. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, I'd like to know, do you have any tips for students as they enter the field? Anything that you think will be helpful for them? Yeah, this is, this is something that I, I tell all learners and all students um, almost at every age. I tell my own kids this, and it's the concept of grit. I know that um, it's a, um, a widely studied term um, coined um, by uh, a professor at Stanford University is, is the idea of grit and being able to kind of grow your grit. And grit is um, possessing that spirit and drive for achievement, uh, having the courage and the determination to kind of reach um, for you know success despite having any challenges and difficulty along your way um, and grit is something that you can build it's not something that's innate it's not intuitive it's something that you can work on um, and grit is um, it's said to be a, a fairly strong predictor of success and so I tell students this is, is to not be um, to not let uh, kind of preconceived notions of yourself determine your path, um, to just get gritty, right, and um, and really pave your way, possess that, learn that, and have that drive uh, drive you forward. Hey, thank you for sharing. What about, um, Sue, do you have anything that you'd like to share for students? Any tips? Sure. What I tell my students day one in the classroom is to engage, 
and know that it's not about the grade. You're in school, you earned that opportunity, now it's your time to really learn, engage in the process, and, and love the process, uh, and trust the process. So uh, I like to preface each semester that way. Um, and they seem, it seems to help my students relax and find their path in it um, and not worry so much about the performance, but understanding why they're doing what they're doing in in the process of learning. Um, so that seems to help all the type Ayers to <laughs> calm down, not have as much anxiety when a quiz or a test comes up. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Miriam is going to um, chime in now, and she's going to ask some questions about the True Learn program, the True Learn platform. Hey, Miriam. Hi. Thanks. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you again. Um, so first, I I like to start off by asking, when was True Learn founded, and who was the founder? That's, that's a great question. Um, so Dr. Joshua Courtney, um, he is a osteopathic physician, board-certified anesthesiologist. Um, he founded the company uh, in 2008 and um, really uh, is still with the company uh, today. Um, we've uh, gone through a number of transitions and uh, exciting kind of adventures. Um, but when Dr. Courtney was uh, in residency, um, he actually uh, was an osteopathic um, resident in a, a pretty dominant, allopathically dominated field and um, needed to pass both the osteopathic and the allopathic board exams. And as he was studying, he realized that as he was studying for these osteopathic board exams, there was no dedicated resource um, to study. And um, during uh, late night operating, in between operating um, um, operations and uh, rotations and so forth, he sat down and started writing test questions um, and founded um, what uh, I think Robin um, pointed out as ComBank. ComBank uh, turned into TrueLearn um, in 2011. Um, ComBank started in the osteopathic community and um, we really kind of um, figured out the science behind learning. Um, it, you know, the TrueLearn is um, not just a question bank, um, we call it a smart bank. Uh, because it utilizes a lot of other uh, learning um, strategies to um, enhance performance. Um, and so TrueLearn was, uh, was founded um, in 2011, and um, we've branched out to a number of specialties, uh, both in the medical realm, um, but also in um, the allied health and other healthcare professions like OT. Um, and so there's, there's a lot of passion and a lot of drive uh, just from our founder, from Dr. Courtney alone, and it transcends throughout uh, everyone in the um, in the company, um, and we are fully dedicated to the learner first and foremost, um, and um, and also the institutions and the programs that support the learners as well. That's incredible. Um, would you be able to tell us a little bit about the mission and the vision of TrueLearn? 
Yeah. Um, so the, the, again, the purpose and, and has always been and will always be um, to do everything in our power to, to advocate for the student and the, uh, the learner uh, to the best of our ability. And um, this, you know, is um, not only for every department and every member of our uh, of our team, but um, that's the message that we want to communicate. Um, on top of that, um, you know, being um, a question bank or a smart bank, we strive for quality content. So um, the questions that are delivered into our system across all banks um, have a very v rigorous uh, vetting process uh, through our editorial uh, and academic operations department to ensure that it is um, the best quality uh, written by um, amazing authors just like Dr. Eilis um, and, um, you know, and present it to you guys so that you're able to study for the exam that you're studying for. Um, on top of that, um, we ensure that our platform is, um, you know, pr providing an uh, unparalleled testing experience um, so that uh, it's driven uh, to enhance testing uh, strategies uh, so that you're a great test taker beyond your exams, um, and then just a, 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 a great lifelong learner uh, so that you're picking up these skills uh, to pass the exams, but you're, you're passing all the other tests that you'll uh, face uh, throughout your, your, your journey. That's great. That's really important. Um, so what products do you offer for occupational therapy students? Um, so for our um, OT uh, students, uh, we have um, a platform to help prepare for the OT boards. Um, each of the subscriptions vary in length, and so you can get a 30-day, 90-day, uh, or longer subscription up to a year or longer um, based on you know, how you want to approach and how much time you need to study for your exam. Um, Right now, we have over 700 questions written to mirror the items on the actual exam following the NBCOT's uh, content outline. Um, and then in addition to that, um, we try to mirror the, um, the percentage and the weights of the exam. And so if there's a heavily, heavily focused area, we write more questions in that area so that you're prepared to tackle that when you take your exam. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I know there's so much out there when it comes to exam prep. Um, would you be able to tell us what makes TrueLearn different? Um, I've heard that uh, TrueLearn uses a smart bank, so if you could tell our listeners a little bit about that. Of course, of course. Um, so we are um, coined as a smart bank. Um, and so above just delivering uh, quality questions to you in a testing platform, um, when you log into our system, um, you're presented with uh, comparisons um, that uh, will allow you to, um, to compare your performance against other students' content is of high quality. Um, the the uh, exam interface is uh, simulating the exam interface that you will see when you sit for your exams as well. Um, in addition to um, your platform, uh, we also utilize, um, you know, the um, cognition literature, the research that is out there to uh, deliver uh, techniques to uh, encourage um, better test taking um, and better uh, long-term retention. Um, so there are concepts um, that um, that is published in the learning science. Um, including practice retrieval, the testing effect. Um, something that I love about our, our platform um, takes uh, into account where actually we, we call them smart cards, um, and we deliver these techniques in a way 
um, where not only are you seeing general techniques of how to become a better test taker, um, but also personalized uh, cards that you'll see uh, as you take uh, questions in our, our um, interface. So for example, um, if you and another student uh, is studying for the same exam, and uh, Marion, maybe you are uh, kind of a night owl, and you like to log in very late at night, um, you may get a smart card um, that's recognized by our system and pushed, throughout the, pushed through our system to say, Marion, it looks like you're logging in very late at night. Um, you know, the research says that you need to take care of your well-being, that will, and um, by taking care of your well-being and sleeping, this will um, help you with remembering uh, the content that you're studying for versus uh, a colleague of yours may not get that because um, they may be studying, um, you know, at the same time during the day uh, every single day. Um, and so our platform is intuitive enough to push those cards to you to direct your learning and to really kind of focus your, your strategy uh, in order for you to kind of um, make it um, so that you're, you're testing smarter and not harder. Right. Um, right. It's, that, a, it's a really cool feature. We, it is. It is. I'm, I'm super excited about that. Um, in, in, in addition to that, um, we also do um, text messaging. Um, and so we are, um, as far as I know, the only um, uh, uh, company out there that does text messaging. And that if you miss a question, and so this really kind of takes uh, a hold of the um, uh, spatial repetition um, concept, is if you miss a question in our bank, three days later, we will text you that bottom line. And a bottom line, uh, every question has a bottom line. It's that takeaway point um, from the item that you're, the concept that you're learning. Um, and we will text it to you so that you can review that concept that you learned uh, and then go back and review it again um, so that that enhances that, that uh, remembering um, and flattens that forgetting curve uh, that we hear so much about. Um, all of our items um, are, again, of quality. Um, we don't have a physical textbook, um, but we take advantage of that active learning approach. Um, and so you're taking questions. We're taking you know, account of the testing effect and, and really driving that forward. Um, each of those questions will have a detailed reference and explanation, and so you can go back and reference um, at a later time. You know, do I know that concept? Do I need to know more? Um, you know, you're you're really kind of becoming a a better learner uh, and getting a better gauge of what you know and what you don't know by doing that. Mm -hmm. That's great. I saw on a free trial. I saw that. On the wrong answers, they even give you the explanation why this isn't the right answer, which I absolutely love. <laughs> really make sure that they understand information. Yeah, yeah, they our answer explanations um, have why you got it correct and why you don't have it correct. Um, what's also interesting, and I think you might like this, Marian, is um, we also track kind of your um, your decision analysis. So if you're one. To kind of go with your gut, and um, you're, you know, and you change it because you question yourself. Um, once you uh, take a question, it will tell you if you've changed your answer from right to wrong, or how you kind of made that decision. Um, and again, it will, you know, that will likely feed you a, another smart card to say that you, you know, 75% of the time change your answer from right to wrong. Um, again, another great feedback for you that you may not realize you know, when you're, you're taking a test. Um, but to get that insight, that granular insight, um, really kind of, it really makes a difference. Right, for sure. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so how, how 
can students use a TrueLearn platform to um, best assist in their exam prep? What's your advice? Yeah, um, I think um, as we we continue the conversation, um, we have a lot of tools that are already built in place. Um, and Dr. Eilis is going to talk about you know what what she recommends students do to start studying, um, and let's highlight some of the things that I've already highlighted, like the bottom lines and uh, interrupting the forgetting curve by text messaging and so forth, um, and also how to create exams within our platform. Um, I think I'm going to hold off and then kind of talk in conjunction with Dr. Eilis as she um, addresses, you know, how to start studying and what to do, um, if that's okay. Dr. Eilis, is that, um, does that work with you as Sounds well? Perfect. Just kind of highlight as we go. Perfect. Yes. That's great. Um, so I can jump in and talk about how long and when students should start studying. Would that help you out, Miriam? That would be so helpful. I know especially now, like, a lot of the OT programs have suspended their level two field work, so many of us are trying to begin this process, and it's a little bit overwhelming, so we want to know when, how long should I start studying, you know, all those, all those sort of questions. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to start with when to start studying, because I think it's slightly easier to answer that than how long. So I'm going to start with the when and then work my way into the how long. So what I recommend is starting as early as possible. The early bird gets the worm in this society, right? It's the same case when you're starting to study for the NBCOT exam. I recommend that you start prepping even before in your level two field works and in your formal OT coursework if possible. As a professor at Belmont, I've started now embedding exam questions into my quizzes and tests for my students so that they're exposed and getting used to the style of questioning on the NBCOT exam, and that's helped them a lot to understand the format of questions and what they're asking. And this is easily accomplished at TrueLearn using their question bank throughout the OT school experience because schools can pilot the program and purchase the program kind of like you're doing now, Miriam, and instructors can embed those to learn questions right into their quizzes, tests, reviews for midterms and finals, any sort of learning activity they might do in the classroom, um, whether that's face-to-face -face or online instruction. So it, it can work in both ways, which is a really wonderful flexibility component of the true learn question bank. Um, does that answer the win for you? Yes, it sure does. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to move into the how long to study question. And you're going to hate this response because all students hate this, <laughs> but it depends. <laughs> it depends. Right. And, yeah, because there are so many 
possible approaches here um, when determining how long to study. So my my first go-to as a recommendation is the chip away systematic approach. And this is for those that have a good chunk of time to prepare for the exam. We're talking four to eight weeks here. And based on your strength and growth areas, say, say you've taken a couple of um, practice exams to determine those strengths and growth areas, then you can start chipping away at those different content areas um, for growth first, and then focus more on those strength areas a little bit later after you've tackled and accomplished more success in the growth areas. And then throughout that process, you take more and more online practice tests periodically, right, to reassess mm -hmm. those growth and strength areas throughout the process. And TrueLearn allows for this, right, because based on, on um, how you score in the quizzes, you can customize more and more quizzes based off of those results and what your strengths and weaknesses are as they change through that preparation process. Does that make sense? Yes. It sounds like a great approach, okay. and it's amazing what TrueLearn, that they have that option where they can customize the quizzes, so it's really very customized to what your, my, to each individual's strengths and weaknesses. You betcha. And so that brings me into my next method that I want to share with you guys is, is it's a it's called the four-hour block method. And this is a great way to foster the testing mindset. So if you practice studying in a four-hour chunk of time, this will train your brain to focus for that entire four-hour block because that's how long the NBCOT exam is. And so doing that as you're studying will help build your endurance and your attention skills to maintain that for that four-hour period of time so that you're good to go on test day. And mm -hmm. TrueLearn has, has that timed test mode in their platform. So, so again, you can customize and time things, which is which is a nice feature. Um, Can I? And so, do you want to add anything this is, there? This is Sherry, Dr. Arliss. Yeah. Can I? Can I add that? Um, we we've done um, some internal um, research here, and then have collaborated with other institutions, and we found that the our our higher performers actually take more questions in timed mode, um, and I, I truly believe it's it's that building that stamina and that endurance that you spoke of um, and really developing that time management skill that a lot of students, um, you know, overlook when they take the exam and they run out of time, they panic, anxiety kind of sets in when they take the real exam and they don't focus and finish the, the block uh, of questions that they 
need to tackle. Um, but our highest performers actually take more questions in time mode than any other mode uh, in our platform. That's a great point. It's really interesting because they're One really other simulating, it, simulating the actual test taking. Yeah, it emulates it perfectly. Yeah. So on the on the given test day, your anxiety level is lower because mm -hmm. you're ready. You've you've simulated it over and over. It's it's a really nice feature. Lastly, I'll just share with you um, what a schedule, a studying schedule per day might look like for you, just to give you a little bit more structure. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and so it it might start out with um, having the information, the data that you've taken from like a practice test, right? Reading over some of the content of the growth areas or your learning needs that, that you've established. Right, so that might take anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour. And then after that point of time, I would suggest taking a timed online quiz of those questions that you've created for yourself in those growth areas. So you can do that easily using that TrueLearn platform, right? And that might be a 30-minute block of time. Then you want to analyze the results of that quiz for maybe the next 15 minutes. And then repeat that process until you reach that four-hour block of time like I mentioned just a second ago. And keeping in mind that each question that you go through in the TrueLearn platform provides you with more and more references that you can utilize for the next time you sit down for your four-hour block of study. So it structures it nicely for each time. Does, does that work? Yeah, it sounds great. I mean, it's so important to come in and having that schedule. Otherwise, you know, it's, it's, yeah, otherwise it's so oh, yeah. overwhelming. It, it can be really overwhelming, and you can start to feel uh, bored by the process or get distracted by the process and be, start wondering, how do I know if I – studied enough, or how do I know when I'm ready for the exam, right? Right. I know, like, everyone, you said before about how long. It really depends on each person. It's not always going to be the same. So, like, how, exactly. how do you know if you're, if you're ready? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to know, but I think at this point you need to trust your gut. You need to help, ask yourself, have I exhausted all study prep options. Have you hit your wall and you can't seem to fit anything else in your brain, right? That's when right. you will be ready to take your exam. 
But I'll mm-hmm. tell you, um, with the smart cart that um, Sherry was talking about, I think all along that will also help you throughout the study process be able to gauge when you're ready and the texts and all the different helpful um, pieces along the line, um, all of that will really assist in helping. Um, But I would, throughout the process, I would vary your studying approaches. You know, there isn't one strict way of doing it. And so that you're not burned out or bored, maybe find an accountability partner or a study group to help keep you. It's a great um, idea. And if you're all you, yeah, absolutely. A ton of my students do mm-hmm. the group studying, and they find it very beneficial. And if you're using the same platform, you can discuss things so much easier um, among each other, whether it's online or face-to-face. Right. And, and again, take several practice tests. And that will mm-hmm. also give you more familiarity with the test and that, and that feedback after each one will also help you determine in your gut your readiness for the exam. Okay. Yeah. Um, for Mary, can I add another? Oh. Yeah, for sure. Go um, for it, Jerry. And, I, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry for, for interrupting. Um, so I, I think no. another um, good piece of advice along with the, the great ones that, that Sue had shared um, is this, this concept of being a self-regulated learner. Um, this is the concept mm-hmm. of knowing what, knowing exactly what you know and knowing what you don't know, um, right? Mm-hmm. So I get the question all the time of not just how do I study, how do I know when I'm ready, but I always get questions of how many questions do I need to take before I'm ready? And my my answer is, well, it depends. <laughs> Um, but something that you can try even, you know, when you get home today or when you start studying is um, to is select um, some questions to take. And before you take those questions, give yourself a prediction. How will I do um, on, on this practice test? Then take the practice test. And then after you, sorry, before you see the results, give another pr- prediction. So maybe you just finished, um, you know, some, some very, a, a category that you're really strong in. Um, and you say that you're going to do 80% um, well on this test. And then after you take those questions, you realize you didn't really know a lot. And so maybe your prediction is, um, maybe it's dropped down to 60. And then see your results. And then kind of try to hone in and, uh, think of it as, you know, a calibration machine. Calibrate, you know, that prediction so that you're spot on. When you see a question, you either know it or you don't know it. And that will, you know, make you um, just confident enough to um, to gauge um, your knowledge and your competency and um, that you're not overestimating or underestimating that confidence uh, when you're approaching a question or a concept. And I um, I think that will kind of help you with that gut feeling that Sue was talking about um, and that would really, um, you know, solidify that. Right, right. It's a great tactic. 
Um, so I just want to take a step back. For listeners who aren't familiar with the exam layout, are you able to just, you know, quickly go through that, give us a little idea of what that looks like? Sure. Um, we tag our questions around the different domains, tasks, and knowledge statements based on the NBCOT exam. So um, all the different domains are accounted for within the questionings and and it correlates to the amount of questions and the percentages of questions in each of those four domains. So that is really on target to match what it's like for the multiple choice questions of the NBCOT exam. I didn't know if you wanted to say anything more there, Sherry. No, that's um, that's great. That's, uh, were you going to talk about the okay. CST questions as well? Sure, absolutely. Okay. So um, there are two different kinds of questions um, on the NBCOT exam. Um, one, like, so there's 170 multiple choice questions, which are single response, where there's just one response. Um, but with the clinical simulation test problems on the exam, those simulate the type of situations that OTs encounter in their everyday practice. So there are three of those on the exam, and they start with an opening scene that is linked then to a series of four accompanying sections with headers that provide information specific to the OT process addressed in that certain section. So in each section, there's a list of potential options that the OT practitioner may consider when responding to the question posed. So if you select yes or no in each of those sections, you then get feedback that can inform the decisions you make in the later sections. So when tackling these questions, remember once you answer yes or no, that your answers can't be deselected. And so, um, but you can scroll back through the previous sections to review those. So it's, it's real important to um, practice those. And because there's, it's a different format than the multiple choice questions. Okay. Yeah. And those, those are also provided on the TrueLearn platform. Mm -hmm. All right. As um, is there anything else? Okay, I'm going to ask another question. So as the students go through the bank, um, how does TrueLearn track a student's progress? Yeah, so I can take this one. Um, so students are um, able to track their individual performance and, and really dive into specific strengths um, and growth areas um, to focus um, their studies. Um, so when you're building out that study schedule, uh, finding that accountability partner, 
um, looking at, you know, when and how you want to um, um, focus your studies, you can use um, the, the information provided on the dashboard um, for your performance as you take questions. Um, you're also able to compare your performance against uh, everyone that is taking the exam as well. Um, if your um, institution has provided this uh, platform to you, your institution can actually look at um, your performance and then also how you perform um, you know, with the rest of your peers in your class. Mm -hmm. And so it's another metric um, that they have as well. Um, you get detailed reports. Um, so uh, when you take a practice test, um, you'll see, um, you, you'll have access to each and every item that you take. Um, you'll be able to see um, the breakdown of um, how many how many people in the nation, how many students in the nation is selecting answer choice A versus B versus C versus D, and then um, how do you compare? Um, and so you're able to really kind of um, extract what are the distractors in, in, in that item. Um, am I choosing the correct answer or am I being thrown off by another answer choice and why? Um, mm -hmm. After that, each item has very detailed and robust answer explanations. So why did I get it, or why is this answer correct, and why are the other answers incorrect? Um, a bottom line, so it gives you a takeaway point so after all, you know, the, the paragraphs uh, that you're reading. Um, what is the takeaway point? What do I need to know? What do I need to remember? Um, and then a detailed reference, um, a reference to um, learn more about that topic that you're being tested on. Um, the smart cards is, is something that we've emphasized. Um, we actually uh, work with the Marsh Lab, which is a cognition lab out of Duke University, um, um, to create these smart cards. Um, and a lot of that research is coming out of that lab. And so very, very helpful tips uh, through that card. Um, and then, um, again, just kind of uh, looking at um, insight about changing your answers, how you're analyzing um, the answers, and um, more insight of, of how you are as a tester. Um, and then um, tracking feedback and so forth, um, what you have, you have that ability to do within the platform. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then on the platform, there's, I know you mentioned about the student dashboard. So, um, how, how does that let um, learners to focus on their strengths and weaknesses? Yeah, um, so we tag, um, like Sue had mentioned, we tag all our items by the MBCOT content outline. Um, and so not only are you seeing kind of broad uh, performance metrics, but you're also able to drill down to exactly the, um, the domain or um, content area uh, that you are uh, deficient in. Um, and so it's the, the, the higher level, but also the subcategory level. And so you'll have insight into, the, into that area um, and not just your overall performance. Um, you can also uh, search by keyword and key, or, or keywords within our system to create a test. So let's say um, you know that this is an area, or maybe you, you heard something um, during class and you want to drill down and, and test on that specific um, technique uh, a little bit more. Uh, you're able to um, type in keywords and search the entire question bank and create a, 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 a very significantly focused um, test um, to, to either learn or to remediate um, about that concept as well. Okay, great. Um, and it's so helpful. It sounds like a really, really great um, tool. Um, so how would students purchase a subscription? 
Um, great question. So you can go onto our website, um, truelearn.com, um, and select occupational therapy OTR exam. Um, we do offer, Marion, you had you said you tried the, the trial. We do offer a five-day free trial um, to kind of get you know students um, their their feet a little bit wet to look at our items, look at the platform, um, and uh, and then. Uh, in addition to that, we offer various subscription um, lengths and durations. So we have a 30-day, 90-day, 180 days, and a, a year-long subscription uh, that can all be extended uh, depending on your study schedule and how long you uh, would like to, to study before you feel prepared to take the board exam. Um, so we, we have that offered uh, on our website. Okay. And how can um, students get a discount for this resource? Perfect. Um, so uh, for my OT Journey podcast listeners, um, you're, uh, we're offering a 30% off pr uh, promotion code. And if you visit uh, www.truelearn.com and choose the OT Board Smart Bank subscription, uh, that is three months or longer, um, enter the promo code MYOTJOURNEY uh, in the promo box at checkout and you'll receive that discount. Great. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is super helpful. Um, Sherry and Sue and Miriam, thank you so much for joining us today. If they want to check you out on social media, how can they check um, what you're up to? Is that at TrueLearn? Yes, on the on the TrueLearn side, both on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram and Twitter, um, it'd be the the TrueLearn handle. Um, we update uh, according to bank and um, all kind of general updates uh, there. And uh, feel free to follow us, leave comments, ask questions. Um, and we we love to hear from all our students um, that are that are interested or or even existing uh, students. Great, thank you so much for joining our podcast today. I hope the students will take advantage of that thirty percent discount, which could be really helpful for them. And have a great day. Perfect. Thank, thank you so much. much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you to the student contributors. If you liked it, please subscribe to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google. You can also follow us on social media, on Facebook at MyOTJourney, and on Instagram at MyOTJourneyPodcast. Thanks for listening. Go OT!